Just a quick note before we get started, this episode was recorded over the past weekend, so any updates that have come out in the past day or two on any of the topics we discuss are not included. So don't worry, we will be covering updates in the following episode, but just wanted to let you know we're not willfully ignoring things. More is coming. Thanks. back episode 32 um just a second ago when i was gonna hit record i hit share screen instead like a fucking loser so that's where we're at today god damn it what the fuck <laughs> failed us already like like right out of the gate <laughs> i know god what's wrong with me a uh, lot of things um <laughs> but yeah episode 32 woohoo um how has your day been well, it's been good. I um, apologize because I had a, a random date come up. So um, that's kind of like why we got so late recording today. Um, but I have something so exciting to tell you about the date. I have not told you this before now, and I'm so excited to see your reaction. I'm so excited because you specifically would not tell me until we started recording. <laughs> Guess where she's from. I have no idea. So it's not exactly there, but she grew up fairly close to Fargo. Stop it. <laughs> so you're like in love with her is what you're saying. Like you're like, well, that's wifey. Perfect. She, uh, so she got to go to the uh, Fargo Museum of Fargo the movie and she got There's to see- There's a whole museum. Are you, are you shitting me right now? I'm not. What's in the museum? I don't know, but I want no? to No? Just a bunch of snow and blood? <laughs> like, what, what else is in the Fargo Museum? She told me she got to uh, see the wood chipper up close. I'm so excited. I want to go. Like the, oh God, the bloody wood chipper? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. This is, like, not made up. I was, like, so excited. Were I was, like, oh, my God. you just freaking out at her? Like... Well, she knew about the podcast, so I, I even told her, I was like, I'm going to tell Sarah because, like, she hates the movie Fargo so much oh I can't God. wait to tell her. Stop <laughs> it. Wow. Well, that's wifey uh, for sure, then. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Maybe someday she'll take you there. <laughs> Dude, if I get to go with wifey to the Fargo Museum in Fargo, like, Goals. oh, my God. Yeah. Goals, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I love that for you. <laughs> well, fantastic. So I assume the date went well in general then? Yeah, we spent like three hours. So I don't know, that's like par for the course for me. Like girls like love to talk to me, don't really like to follow up. So we'll see how this one goes. <laughs> oh no, Joe's in a dark place a little bit. He had a uh, shocking rejection uh, earlier this week, unfortunately. So we're, uh, we're trying to bounce back from that, but this is good. I'm glad you're getting like right back on that horse this weekend. That's what you gotta do. I mean, yeah, yeah for listeners, I went on like a three and a half hour date, thought it was like really good. 
she, she seemed sit- really into it. Like legitimately from everything you've told me, she seemed really into it. So this was like shocking for everyone involved. Well, that like she, I don't know, like why spend three and a half hours like with someone and like we even planned the date like right there. And then like two days later, she's like, nah, I'm not like interested. And I was like, the fuck? Like, okay. Yeah, so bizarre. Uh, I don't understand yeah. that one. I don't either. I don't know. My life's weird. But yeah, like maybe Fargo Girl. I don't know. We'll see. If not, no big deal. Like talk to the next one. We'll see. Love it. All right, great. Well, my day's been thrilling, of course. Um, I took Thomas to the groomer. Um so if you hear like clicking toenails and stuff like he's very like click clacky now because he's not fluffy anymore so you can like hear his toenails on the floor and everything so it's gonna be loud behind me I apologize um I also Andrew is is laughing at me and I think maybe um reconsidering his decision to give me a ring because I stopped by the La Jolla Ross because it's around the corner from the PetSmart where I get Thomas groomed. And we've talked about the La Jolla Ross on this show, I think on several occasions now. It's the scene of the crime with the uh, Craigslist white toenail, I seen you post. Yeah. That will live forever yeah. in infamy. Yeah. So scene of the crime. Um, but I love that Ross. Always got fabulous finds in there. Today was no exception. Um, I found a wearable device holder. So I'm showing you this on screen. The listeners can't see it, Um, but you put it around your neck and then it holds your phone in front of you. But like, why? Why not? But like, don't you already have something that like holds your phone and like sticks to shit? What do you mean? Like my pop socket? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I can't mount my pop socket just like in the air in front of me. I have, so this, I can literally be like hands-free bitches, like just walk around with like my phone in front of my face. But like, you don't even like to talk on the phone. It's not for talking. It's for looking at things. It's different. I'm, I'm really confused. Okay. Honestly. So like Andrew didn't get it either. And like, y'all are just, I don't know, like y'all are ignorant, I guess. Like this is a brilliant invention and it was five dollars and i'm thrilled with my purchase so i just wanted to tell you about it like i thought you would understand but it's it's fine it's fine clearly not so anyway i'll just put that away now (laughs) i really don't understand fine fine no one (laughs) understands me (laughs) the two people probably closest to me like in my life like don't understand me it's fine (laughs) like Cause like, I thought you were going to get it to like talk on the phone. Like that's what I would use it. But I'm like, no, you, you know, I hate that. Phone. Yeah. You like why would it. you get something to make it easier for like, you to talk I don't, on the phone? Like, I don't know. It's not for talking. It's for looking. It's for like reading articles on my phone while I'm just like walking around the but house. You still have to like scroll though. Right. Like, you mean, like, okay, you have to like I don't, up. what if I like, watch like, a video on my phone? I okay. just put it right in front of me. Watch the video. I don't have to like strain my wrist muscles. <laughs> sorry that your wrists are like about to fall off i have weak lady wrists i'm working on it okay (laughs) you're very dainty my dainty wrists it's true they're so floppy (laughs) um so anyway i guess that's like my sad tale that no one understands me um but that that's how i spent my day so really good times over here yeah that's cool i'm proud of you thank you thank you i i feel like there's a bit of sarcasm there but i'll i'll take it 
I mean, like five bucks, it's five bucks. So, I mean, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. There's no downside to this. Nah. No. Awesome. Well, now that we're in agreement, um, I guess we should introduce the topic of this week's episode. So normally we don't do like an overarching topic because we like to cover, you know, a wide variety of stories, but this week, just based on the news cycle, <laughs> um, unfortunately, all the topics that we wanted to discuss all just happen to fall under the category of horrible men. So the theme of the episode is horrible men. Um, you'll find out more when we get to the second half where we go into our rotating topics, but um, just be aware that it's going to get a little dark probably, but then we're going to lighten it up at the end. So stick with us because these are um, interesting and relevant topics and stuff that like people should unfortunately, I guess, be aware of. So yeah, that's where we're going. Yeah, we'll get through it. But I mean, you know us, like we're not going to like to spend too much time in the dark. We'll, you know, try to breeze through it and make the most out of it. But uh, yeah, with the news this week, I mean, like it was like every single day Sarah and I were Oof. talking, we we're like, ooh, a story for the pod. Ooh, another story for the pod. Okay. <laughs> it was like an onslaught. It just kept yeah. coming. I know. I was like, damn it. <laughs> we have too much to talk about this week. Um, so yeah, but as you know, with us, um, even when things are really dark, we like to laugh about it. So um, it won't get too bleak. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we'll start off with our usual um, stories, as always. So, um, let's see. It's episode 32, so it's me, right? Yeah, it'd be you. All right. Ready to get into it? Oh, you know it. Okay, awesome. So, my first one, I'm going to start off with a wholesome one, just to, like, you know, get everyone in the right uh, frame of mind. So, this one's in intriguing. So, um, I have been going back to the DC Craigslist because like I told you last time, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Um, San Diego has been lame lately and the DC one's just popping off like always. So all of mine are from the DC area. So the title of this one is Your Name is Catherine, um, K in parentheses, question mark, like spelled with a C or a K. Um, New Year's Eve, 1996-97, Denver, Colorado, from Denver. Hmm. is the title but this was posted in dc craigslist so right off the bat unclear <laughs> um it goes we were hammered drunk both of us you and your sister were unbelievably hot especially you we kissed messed around a bit and then things got really weird how i wish we were both sober kicking myself for not ever having taken your digits 24 years have passed and i still think of you the one that got away question mark question mark regrets jeff so i guess i just like i think it's like sweet and wholesome and i love those stories where it's like trying to find you know that the one yeah. from like 20 years ago and stuff like i i love those generally however i just have to question his methods like i just don't know like he's saying they were in denver and this girl was from denver but now he's posting in the dc area craigslist missed connections so i just i feel like this is it, was not all the way thought through but i could be wrong <laughs> yeah it seems like a little off but like i don't know seems fairly genuine seems nice it's cute I wish him, yeah i wish him the best on that i know he has regrets poor guy poor jeff poor don't we all <laughs> i know oh jeff don't we all yeah but so Catherine, you know, from New Year's Eve 96, 97 from Denver, if you're out there, go find Jeff. He's looking for you. Um, but yeah, I want to know how things got really weird at this party. That was the other interesting part. I'm like, hmm. 
hmm, intriguing. <laughs> Ooh, indeed. <laughs> Sounds spicy. Yeah. So that's my first one. That's cool. I got one. Like I told you before we started, this one's real short, but we might take some time analyzing this because, oh boy, there's a lot. Okay. And so the title is Richard Ramirez Lookalike. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> and it escalates quickly. So here's Yikes. the whole thing. I want a Richard Ramirez lookalike to fuck me senseless. Picks are a must. That's it. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, that can't be the end. No, that is the end. <laughs> what? Pixar a must? Where did that come from? I guess she really wants to confirm you look like Richard Ramirez. Like, yeah. Like, what? Or I don't know. It could be a guy. Like, it does not say this is a guy or a girl. So this could be a dude too. I'm not oh. gonna just gender uh, discriminate here. Wow. I love that they like don't trust the person to self-identify as looking like Richard Ramirez. Like you must send pics or else. Like <laughs> listen, this is a very specific fetish, and like they need to make sure that this is like totally legit. Yeah, they like the attention <laughs> to detail though. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh my god. Yikes. But okay, I finished the uh, the Night Stalker documentary recently. You watched it too. Um, yeah. I, I didn't love it. I, I was pretty I neutral on it, much like you were. But um, the when they showed like the the groupies in the courtroom and stuff, that was my favorite. And all the girls talking about how they love him and stuff. I was like, oh, honey, like oh no, like legit. Every like okay, the girls who are into like Ted Bundy and stuff. Like I don't get that either because I think he looks like kind of like mm. like a dumbass mm. but like at least he like all the reports are that like he's charming and like fun to be around and stuff you know so like I kind of get it on some level Richard Ramirez is straight up a monster and like everyone knows it and like he has horrible teeth everyone talked about how bad he smelled like there's no redeeming qualities here no. and girls are like so into it and I'm like but like you literally know that he's gross like like just straight facts like he is gross like <laughs> so upsetting i know there's so many people that are just like he's so hot i want to fuck him i'm like uh but why like you could there are other guys better. out there with good bone structure that's it that's the only reason right. people like him he's got like chiseled cheekbones that is yeah, he it. does he like, does have good cheekbones he's but got that's good like cheekbones it. but then girls are into that but like you can find someone else who's not like an absolute monster <laughs> gosh oh yeah so anyway, um, I I guess I hope this person finds what they're looking for, but I don't know. Maybe I don't. <laughs> I mean, at least it's a lookalike and not like she's trying to like, you know, call to the ghost of Richard Ramirez to like come. Reincarnate like reincarnate him. Yeah. 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 Yikes. I'm sure people have tried to do that too, though, honestly. Like that was like a season of American Horror Story. Yeah. Oh my gosh, right. It was, yeah. The literal ghost of Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Damn. Whew, okay. Anyway. Um, all right. So my next one is intriguing. Uh, the title is We Work Together. And it goes, we are colleagues, but our friendship has grown so much. I am a man. You are a woman. Thank you for clarifying. That's good. Yeah, That's very helpful. You. We hang out and laugh, 
when we would come to the office every day. I have to say, I think you are so beautiful, smart, and funny, but like me, you are unavailable. I can't stop thinking about you. Do you feel the same? So this could apply to literally anyone is what gets me. There's no distinguishing details here. Like this is someone who has like fallen for their coworker and they're both like, for whatever reason, unavailable. Like they're probably both in relationships, but they work together and like something's blossoming like an office romance. However, this could be relevant to any woman who feels that way about an unavailable male coworker. Like, I feel like that's yeah. a broad demographic. <laughs> that is. Yeah. So I just don't think this is helpful to anyone. I don't either. Like you could like put like the street, even if you like, you know what I mean? Like if, if you don't want to like say what business you're at, you'd be like cl close to this, like give something that's like, I don't know, something more identifiable than just like, we work together. It's like, great, or like anyone. What, literally even like what industry you work in, like like something, you know, <laughs> like just something. Just give us a little bit. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like if you're really serious about this, put like an inside joke in it or something, you know, like you don't have to say like, we work at this job, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, just like something. I'm just like, what? this isn't serving anyone. No, so, it is not. Nope. Yeah. So I was honestly just a little frustrated reading that one. Anyway, eh, they can be frustrating. Yeah. yeah, we got a real Jim and Pam situation, but you know, whatever. <laughs> we, uh, this story I got, it's, it's, uh, it's a little gross, but I think there's going to be a lot of topics that uh, are going to light up for you. So I'm excited. Mm, okay. So this happened about an hour ago, currently relaxing in bed with the boyfriend. Because we work together, we come home together, and neither of us wants to uh, wait their turns, so we've decided not to just take showers together. Plus, it saves water, apparently, so we're not cheap, just saying. Today was all the same. We woke up, got to work, come home, and shower. But not even military training would have prepared me for what was about to unfold. My sweet himbo of a boyfriend is lactose intolerant. He does not care and continues to eat lactose and has the most gut-wrenching, eye-tearing, vomit-inducing poops and farts. Today, it was a co-worker's uh, goodbye party, and she brought a trace leches cake, which oh, is a three-milk no. cake. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. This is going downhill already. Okay. It is. <sighs> and him, him being the clueless man that would trade me for cakes, he takes a huge piece, and then it hit him hard. It hit him while we were showering. Most of us know that in the shower, the smell after you forward is so much more intense. Now, this is where the shit happens, literally. After being under the shower for about five or more minutes, the tiny bathroom is filled with steam and my boyfriend, while shampooing my hair, exclaims loudly and lets out the longest, loudest, stinkiest fart that I've ever had the displeasure of experiencing, runs to the toilet, holding his ass. You would think because someone was cutting trees with a chainsaw because holy shit, it was so loud, my mouth was dropped and I could literally taste the disgusting gas that was once a tasty trace leches cake. I started having a heaving and gagging, which became worse after this huge man nestled a on a tiny toilet, dropped what you would think was a nuclear bomb. It was wet, loud and smelly to the point of me almost throwing up on the spot. I instead rushed to the sink that was right next to the toilet and that I kind of felt bad for and started just projectile vomiting my breakfast, lunch, and the trace leches cake that will be gone but never forgotten. Every time I inhaled, the absolute nuclear shit fumes hit me like an eight 
18-wheeler, and I kept vomiting harder and harder. This whole fiasco ended up uh, with me almost passing out, and my poor boyfriend, who couldn't stop shitting his absolute blood sweat and tears out, could not do much help except shit more and more. We ended up taking separate cold showers and airing out the windowless bathroom by opening the bathroom door and the front door, which gave us weird looks, but I'd rather not die than have death by poot on my gravestone. Um, so I think you can agree, and the comments do too, that he really needs to take some lactate because that would really help with some things. Because uh, you and dear, I are both lactose intolerant. Dear God, or just don't eat fucking trace leches cake like oh my god <laughs> what is like, wrong with you <laughs> not even like that great a cake like in no, my opinion it's, it, no it's really subpar i don't know why people like it but like oh god what is wrong with him yeah how are his shits literally that bad too that's like disturbing i don't know like my like it makes me like go faster but it doesn't really like make them more intense or like anything like that like it's yeah i mean like we all have some bad deal we all have some bad farts yeah. once in a while but like i don't know like her gag reflex must be really sensitive or something i don't know it just seemed like that is so extreme that is there's a lot there so yeah that is a lot that is like the that's like straight up like lifted from that scene in bridesmaids mm -hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> where <laughs> well i just like this like oh cute couple like showering he's like shampoo in her hair and then all of a sudden it's like a nuclear bomb level shit and farts coming out oh my god damn yeah that's gory <laughs> all right what's your next one okay so my next one was just odd and i just i need your help figuring out what it is um so it's a post on craigslist and the title is just marriage test and it's numbered one through five. Oh, okay. So then. one, add one point if you're married. So I guess like, let's do this together as I read it. So sure. one, add one point if you're married. No. Two, no. add five points if you're female. Okay, so, so I have five, five points. Add 15 points if you've ever cheated in a relationship or thought strongly about cheating. I mean, does like what? high school count? I don't know. I'm at zero still because I haven't had like... Okay, I'll put 15. Sure, I'll give in. Um, so, so 20 points. Add 25 points if you enjoy a good secret. So 25, great. Who doesn't? 25 plus 20, so 45. Subtract 75 points if you're a man posing as a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay, okay, so like you're in the negatives no matter what. And then at the end, it just says, how'd you do? Reply with your score and how you answered each question. I'm like, why? What did what? I just do? I'm so confused. That's it. <laughs> I'm confused too. I don't so, get it. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Well, what's so, the point of the score if you know. just say like what you, yeah. No, that basically makes saying sense. like answer these questions but i just like what's going on <laughs> for what purpose nice. and is it a man or woman posting this like i have so many questions <laughs> i don't know they don't make it very clear and i don't like it i guess it's basically just like a conversation starter but like a really bizarre one like i don't even know i don't either so but, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I have a bonus one that's very short um so to counteract the entirely unknown quality of that last one here's one that is very clear 
short, sweet, and to the point. The title is Man on Man Spanking. <laughs> oh, okay. I like this already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, all it says is tall, fit, mature man looking to receive an old fashioned spanking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that gets right to the point. There is no uncertainty. And I appreciate no. that. This is an older man looking to be spanked by another man. The end. Full stop. <laughs> Okay, I like how like simple they make you know, that, honestly. I love it. He's getting down to business. He knows what he wants and I respect it. <laughs> I do too. I really do. Like it's, you know, it's, it's very just like clear. Maybe not like he's missing someone, but he knows what he wants though. Yeah, you know, and honestly, I hope he finds what he's looking for. I mean, don't we all? <laughs> yep, yep. Good, clean fun between a sen- consenting adults. Like no problem here. <laughs> All right, so this one that I have is the last one. I feel like we all identify with on some level. I've definitely done this to some degree, so let me know if you did. Okay. So this person said, this happened about a year and a half ago when I was in school, but I was just reminded of it today. I was sitting on the bleachers before school, and my crush was sitting in the row in front of me. I was talking to my friend on Snapchat, and for some reason decided I should take a picture of my crush considering I didn't have any. I tried to take a picture as discreetly as possible, but right after the guy behind me yelled to my crush that I was taking a picture of him. My crush just turned around and stared at me with a confused and kind of concerned look on his face. My excuse was that I was sending out streaks and he just happened to be in the picture, but I don't think he bought it. And to make matters even worse, the guy behind me said it so loud that everyone sitting behind me uh, said it so loud that everyone sitting around us could hear. So now they all thought I was some kind of creep. some of the comments commented that's like even better is like someone he knew tried that but however they had the picture on flash so the little like oh we've all thing. been there yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i've definitely done that <laughs> you gotta be careful with that flash i just keep my flash turned off 24 7 now <laughs> pretty much are you like taking tons of pictures of random dudes though is that is that what you're uh yeah, Game for sure. Is? For sure. Okay. No, no, just pictures of Andrew when he's not when he's not looking. Oh, okay. But I gotta be stealthy about it. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely did this in high school. I think even you gave me like shit about it because I did it to, like some like cute girl at a restaurant, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, she was cute, and I wanted to show you that she was cute or something." <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> no, Are I've you- definitely taken pictures. Of- well, not even not like not like hot guys but just like weird shit you see in public that like obviously you don't want to like clearly be like taking a picture of someone yeah you were definitely taking a picture of something weird you saw in public i've done that all the time (laughs) i do like okay so just like on the creep end of things i do want to point out this week on a past girl i was talking about i was like oh man sarah i went on her facebook and i found some stuff and you're like yeah it's cool i was on there like a week or two ago and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? How did you know about her? You never like yes. Honestly, the FBI should hire me, I swear. Like, I am too good at this. I know. I found her, I found her ex's photo like a week ago before you went on the date with her. <laughs> I was like, damn, Sarah, you like really got some good creeping skills. You're like, oh, I know. And I'm like, proud yeah, of yeah. you. No, I pride myself on this. <laughs> So like, honestly, everyone should just be aware that like, if you're out there, I've like, I've probably stalked your profile at some point. I don't care who you are. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't discriminate. Like I probably looked deep through your photos. 
See, and I'm just like, I'm like, eh, it's kind of creepy. And then like a week or so, like after I probably should have done it, like, and they've probably looked me up and I'm like, eh, maybe I should like take a look. So that's usually like my go-to. I see. No, that's like the, the healthier, more reasonable way to approach things. But we all know I don't do that. <laughs> also, I think girls are just better at this. Like all girls are like this, I feel like. And it's just like guys who are like, I don't know, maybe at some point I'll friend her on Facebook. Like when they've been doing <laughs> it for like a year. <laughs> I know. I, and I'm just like bad at like Facebook and like social media shit, like just to kind of in general too. So uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's like so why. So I don't know we're on episode 32 and like you can tell because we've never really talked about this. Whenever like we were starting the podcast, it's pretty much from the get go. I was like, Sarah, if you want like any social media presence, you should not have me be a part of any of it because I'm just <laughs> fucking terrible at it. And like yeah. we both know this. So like it was a pretty good agreement. <clears throat> yeah. However, like Sarah's not too into Reddit. So I was like, well, I really want to make sure that like we have a Reddit page that doesn't get like taken over by someone random. So I moderate the Reddit sub for us of which there's like two people, me and a random robot who are members. And like every two months or so I post something in there. So like no one else takes it, but yeah. I like, had no idea this even existed. So thank you for checking up on that. <laughs> yeah, I literally keep it around so no one else takes it, but there, there's zero activity, no one cares. I actually, I'm not even saying this to advocate going on there to like do anything with it. I'm literally just like pointing its existence of like how shitty I am at like managing social media. <laughs> yeah, it truly like really bad. No, if, if, if y'all haven't figured out by now, I run all of our social media, um, but it's fine. It's, it's what I do. So it's all good. Um, yeah. Cause I cannot trust Joe with it. Joe had, we've definitely, I, I we've talked about this on the pod, right? How I think we talked about this with one of our guests, how your Instagram like profile photo is with your ex-girlfriend who is now married like to someone else like yeah, you yeah. just straight up still have it like i'm not gonna get rid of it and, no, like, and now think... it's and now it's like a point of pride <laughs> no like if i ever get married my plan is to just photoshop my wife's and mine faces on that existing photograph that's perfect i love it yeah i i really don't plan to ever get rid of it it makes me laugh um she probably thinks I'm like super like still under her. I am zero not like I broke up with her and like never intended to go back. Yeah, but like I yeah. think it's funny. So no, I, it's, I keep it's it kind of amazing at this point. Like we've come so far that now you just have to keep it. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, oh my God. I love it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that is our, our stories. So we will take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be diving into horrible men. Woo, shitty dudes. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> be right back. Are you tired of cooking, but too nervous to go out? You should try Food Taxi. You know how most independent restaurants are struggling to survive? Besides charging customers extra money, Food Taxi promises to take a bite out of the restaurant's margins too. Does it matter that your favorite Thai place can only seat half as many customers as a year ago? Nah, Food Taxi needs that extra money to not pay their drivers. Use promo code NOTSOCASUAL and Food Taxi will take twice as much money out of your driver's tip, because apparently that's a thing now. Isn't the gig economy great? And we are back. And as promised, it is horrible man time. And there are so many topics to cover. So 
We'll start off with our usual updates because as you know, this has become an Army Hammer podcast. So so it's time for what's eating Army Hammer corner. Um, And I really thought that like last week would be like kind of the end of this topic. Like I really don't don't intend to keep this going forever, but stuff just keeps happening. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't want to talk about Army Hammer this much, but now like, I can't stop. Like this stuff just keeps coming out and we have to give you guys updates now because we're like invested in it. So no one's happy about it, but like, here we are. Um, So most recently this week, um, Army Hammer was dropped by his, um, his agent and his publicist. (laughs) So like, he is fully like in career free fall at this point. <laughs> That's the thing I told, I sent Sarah that like earlier today and she, so, cause here's the thing, like there's a lot of Hollywood people where like shitty things happen to them, but they seem to like rebound like fairly quickly. So like with Army, I think we kind of had this thought of like, is he like gonna just like go back to like, doing like everything he normally did like what's going to be the ultimate thing but if he's gotten dropped by his like publicist and agent like he might get picked up somewhere else but this is a pretty good sign that like he's toxic and like no one wants anything to do with him whatsoever yeah no this just confirms for me that like everyone around him knows that he's terrible like you know like and there's a lot of terrible people that like still have agents and publicists like defending them so like imagine how bad he must be that like they dropped him and they're like we can't take this like I saw a post online that was like his agent and publicist dropped him this week that means he's for sure got a body in a freezer somewhere like and and it's kind of like "Mm, not wrong yeah like like I just can't even imagine how bad it must be and like how horrible he must be to work just like work with that like they would drop him you know Cause like, Mm -hmm. I think he truly is just like spiraling at this point. It seems like he's like unhinged, like fully. So I, I don't imagine him ever coming back from this anymore, which is a good thing, I think for sure for like the safety of everyone. But like, yeah, it's, it's really bad. So, cause up until now his publicist had been like, oh, the the accusations are false, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But now they're just like, bye. (laughs) Like, you know, that's bad. So I do want to read a quote from Army Hammer's attorney this week, because I sent this to you originally, and it made me laugh so hard. So here we go. His attorney said, he has never eaten human flesh. He has never drank blood. He has never cut off a toe. He has never locked anybody in a cage or whatever else is in these crazy messages. These messages should definitely not be taken literally even if he did text them. So, like, that cracks me up so much that, like, his attorney, like, the only defense is, like, well, he texted him, but he didn't, like, really mean him, though. Like, you know, he's His own attorney is, like, well, I mean, maybe he didn't mean it. (laughs) Like, if that's your best defense from your attorney that you are paying for, that is sad. Like, (laughs) 
I know. I love that his attorney is just like, you know, that prankster yeah, army hammer. Army. He didn't mean it. Always oh like God. sending people text messages about drinking their blood and shit. Ah, good and old like, army. And like, let me just say, he didn't actually address any of like the real allegations. No. Like he didn't bring up the fact of like carving an A into someone because you can't deny that because the girl has photo evidence. Like, so, I mean, the actual accusations, like he literally cannot deny. <laughs> it's so messed up. But yeah, I mean, we shouldn't be laughing about this because dude's a monster. But I mean, like, it's, it's kind of a little bit funny to see that like, you know, people have like, fully abandoned him and like his own attorney like really doesn't even have anything good to say <laughs> i know i don't feel really la bad laughing at this point just because like when the first news first broke it just seemed like super sad but now it's just like he's done we all fairly know he's done so there doesn't really seem to be any like worry there might be some like court cases and like he's gonna like try to re-enter hollywood and shit because like the bad thing too is like I think like his family is like pretty wealthy so like he's not gonna hurt financially but at least like his time as an actor seems pretty much done oh yeah absolutely I don't think he's ever gonna seriously be able to come back from this like this is extreme even by like shitty Hollywood standards yeah so, which is a good thing I, because it's like this is one of the few times when I think like women who have been just horribly abused by a man in power have gotten like pretty full and swift justice like not like legal justice but like social justice like they, they took him down <laughs> like so it, it's it's honestly like a refreshing to see I feel like <laughs> yeah this is weird to me because like this and like Weinstein are the two I can think of where like no one's really defending him oddly mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, once the story's out there, everyone's just like, dude, I have not like, seen anyone come out and like support yeah. Army for this one, which is is surprising but exciting. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh no, he's terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah, I haven't even yeah. seen anyone like. Well, I worked with him, and I never thought that he would drink my blood. No, I mean, there's been no, there's been no one defending him, which no. yeah is pretty shocking. So, like, that truly must be like how bad he is. Also, like. <laughs> Yeah. it's wild also this is just kind of like a, a weird tangent but um his so you know i don't know what his name is but the guy who did call me by your name with yeah timothy chalamet and Tim no timothy chalamet but then like the guy who did the movie like the director producer uh, I something i don't know some guy well he basically worked with army and timothy on that movie he and timothy are doing a movie about a cannibal together <laughs> like like can't make this shit up like this came out and everyone's like um like y'all okay like and i can't i'm just like no no and then okay this is the best part is Army? it based on a true story? No. Please tell me, oh my God. Now it's like, oh, I have a lot of questions. Um, but the best part is that Army's recent ex-wife, who has stayed silent through this entire thing, she has not made any public yeah. statements or anything. I think she's just horrified and is trying to lay low because I truly don't think she had any idea the extent of like what was going on because he specifically talked about how like he would do crazy shit with these other women because like he 
basically he pulled the basic like madonna whore complex of like i respect my wife too much as like the mother of my children to like do anything to her or whatever so like i think she probably knew that he was like having affairs and stuff but i think she probably just chose to like look the other way like i don't know i shouldn't speak for her who knows but you know like i truly don't think she knew any of the extent to like that he was like a horrible human being um so she's just been silent however (laughs) she like someone I think it was like, I don't know if it's a tweet or it's on Instagram. Someone like posted about Timothy and the call me by your name guy doing this cannibal movie. And she commented something like no words or something like something really short, but she was just like, basically like, what the fuck? Like, and that's like the only thing she said publicly. Huh. <laughs> it's just so, it's so funny and so good, but like, dear God, like poor timing. <laughs> like, yeah. Our great timing. I mean, I don't know. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I get that movie some more press it wouldn't have gotten. God. Yeah. But anyway, that's our army update for the week. I mean, no promises, but like, I hope we don't have any more army updates for a while, but like, you never know. <laughs> you just, I just keep thinking this story, like he can't fall anymore. And then it's just like the, oh no, I can go lower. <laughs> like it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> I'd say, okay, like prediction, fucked up prediction. Yeah. The only way I could see this getting worse is like, if some girl comes out, it's like, he did eat my rib. That's the only thing. Either I can that see. or either that or like there's gonna be a full-on like police investigation opened and they're gonna be like searching his yeah. house like that, there's like two directions this can go <laughs> like, <laughs> i know he's pretty wealthy so he's probably pretty good on that front he's probably got like a fixer who can like hide stuff yeah. <laughs> god how horrifying take my rib bones out to the incinerator oh jeez dude you know he's got like an incinerator in his house you know he's one of those he's got that hh home set up oh no the murder mansion (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh but like it's just still so funny to me like it just if you had asked me like like a few months ago like hey what like hollywood celebrity do you think would like maybe have a murder mansion like set up army hammer would be close to the bottom of the list so this is just still like i'm still coming to terms with all of this <laughs> yeah like my prediction would have been like michael shannon because he just like seems like a general serial killer but i love him to death i don't mean that against michael shannon he he's great i love him but yeah there's just like a lot of people i think i would have thought of before army hammer you know like i can think of a lot yeah. of people being like hmm, i could see it but <laughs> like <laughs> god yeah so so we we'll got see more right? but wait there's more we got so much more <laughs> so many shitty dudes this week so many shitty men um all right so our next one that we have to touch on of course you sent this to me I had seen it as well. You sent this to me and you're like, we have to discuss on the pod. And I'm like, oh my God, I know, right? Like I was reading this earlier today. I had like the exact same thought. So please share our next shitty man of the week. So I actually listened to a podcast today that clarified a lot of things. So I'm excited to delve into it a little bit deeper too. Okay, okay. So earlier this week, it uh, Evan Rachel Wood had previously spoke that she had been abused and she named the abuser as Marilyn Manson. 
And with her announcement, I think there was like five other women that were attached that she got stories from as well that like recounted like similar experiences as her that she attached with everything. So that all came out. Marilyn's like publisher dropped him, the label dropped him, like kind of like similar to Army, except that it happened like very, very quickly. So a lot of things like happened at once. So I want to share what I heard on the podcast before I do any like general like thoughts you want to share before I get into like some of the more details. So I just wanted to say that we were right because a while back on the pod, we, we mentioned Marilyn Manson and I was like, we were saying like, oh yeah, like I think he's supposed to be abusive or like, I think it's been, he's, it's like known that he's like a shitty dude. And we were like, I was like, oh, well, like, I don't know that for sure. Like, I don't know if that's ever been like confirmed. So like, we shouldn't like shit on him. Like who knows? But like, I, I think there's been like rumors for a while. Um, so we were right, I guess is the moral of the story. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, the, the thing with Evan Rachel Wood is that like, yeah, like you said, like she had talked about being abused in the past and having had like a horrible abusive relationship and stuff. And she'd been open about that for years. Um, and everyone knew that she had dated Marilyn Manson when she was very very young and had like a very high profile relationship with him um so I think that's like part of where I got the Marilyn Manson thing from is because I think it's kind of been widely assumed that that's who she was talking about for a very long time but she has just never outright confirmed it so now she finally did so I think it was kind of like a yeah like kind of people kind of know but like it wasn't like fully confirmed so yeah now people know. <laughs> people know. And I also do want to point out too, I knew we talked about Marilyn Manson specific, but I also think, I think the last episode when we talked about Army Hammer, I even said, yeah, if you think the movie industry is bad, oh, the music industry. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh God, it's true. Yep. So I want to get yep. to some specifics because like, I think sometimes two people say like, oh, well, she said this. What did he say? And so I got some, I got some really information about uh, what Marilyn Manson did have to say about his time with Evan Rachel Wood. So he did an interview with Spin Magazine where he was talking about his relationship in which like he said, this is his words, I am not, I mean like I'm paraphrasing, but like I'm not really exaggerating anything. He said like whenever she broke up with him, he called her in one day 158 times and sent text messages of himself mutilating himself and blaming her saying that if she didn't get back together with him that he was going to hurt himself further yeah that checks out <laughs> so that's his words yeah okay just normal he, things he also said that he often dreamed about like taking a sledgehammer and brashing her ba bashing her brains open yeah, yeah, that sounds so, about right. Yeah, that's about cool. I, about what I'd expect. Yeah, and I don't know. I like to point out too that like cool, a lot of him, of, cool of him to admit that though. <laughs> like, <laughs> thing is like, I don't know. Some people always say like, "What is his opinion?" And I'm like, "Well, we got his opinion, and it pretty much aligns perfectly with yeah, hers." Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no gray area here, really. Like, no. every, everyone's in agreement on the situation. Is the sad part. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like with Marilyn, what I do want to point out is just like kind of this thing that like people like who hide in plain sight like people all like knew he was fairly weird and then like he did these interviews where he basically just like admits to being abusive and because it's like Marilyn Manson everyone was just like oh yeah he's like kind of weird like that so we like all accept it but like even that interview like he's clearly defining like abuse in that like and but we all just like accepted it because like he's a weird guy we know he does weird things I know. And that's the, that's the sad part is that he is hiding in plain sight 
kind of behind the veil of like his image or whatever you know because he's Marilyn Manson so like people are like oh yeah of course he's like that you know but it's like that doesn't make it okay that's just like he's a messed up dude like so yeah it is really bizarre that he's kind of gotten away with everything that he's said and done for as long as he has um and still been in the industry and everything um but again music industry is horrible um so i don't know i think you i think i sent you the article that uh trent reznor's statement basically saying like i cut ties with this dude like years and years ago because i knew he was horrible like and people wouldn't listen to me um so like he came out and said that and then someone else uh, another big name in music. I can't remember who, someone who had worked directly with Marilyn Manson in the past had also basically come out and said like, I, I agree with Trent, like this guy's horrible and I have tried to avoid working with him. I don't remember who it was, but. Well, Trent's a big one because Trent like basically got him famous. He signed him to his own label. So And Trent like runs everything. <laughs> like <Yeah>. also <laughs> let's just touch on that for a second. Yeah. So the fact that he was saying like, he's a bad dude. I haven't like, I cut ties with him like a long time ago. Like, yeah, he has some, some pull. <laughs> so, um, but it's interesting that even like him saying like, I have cut ties with this guy. He's a bad dude. Like that still didn't fully blacklist Marilyn Manson by any means, which is, is wild i mean he still was on a label and everything his label dropped him everything happened really fast but once it officially came out but it's kind of fucked up that like it was kind of like a known thing for a really long time clearly in the industry and it didn't happen until there was like a public statement of like this man abused me his name is and then they were like "Uh oh guess he's a bad guy like it's like okay like y'all knew what was going on so that's the frustrating part but i mean I'm glad they finally took action and he's, you know, fully dropped now. But um, yeah, it's still just frustrating that he was just kind of like chilling all along, you know? And then there was like a dramatic, like, um, wellness check to his house. I don't know if you saw the pictures of that. The police were called to his that. house because yeah. someone couldn't get in touch with him and like, you know, his, because his life is ruined and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, shut oh, up. Oh, I'm sorry. You still have all your millions. Oh, poor abuser like... hiding in his mansion yeah. doesn't want to answer the phone. So sad. I know. Like, I was just like, come on. So that was a bit dramatic. Um, and then the other interesting thing is that, so Evan Rachel Wood got, like you said, the other women, like a lot of statements from the other women who had similar um, experiences with him. And then some other women have come out and said like, this, he was creepy with me too. Not people who had dated him or anything, but just people right. in the industry. Like Phoebe Bridgers came out and basically said like, he's creepy. Like I went to his house one time cause I was a fan. And like, that's the last time I ever did that. Like, so like people have come out basically saying like, yeah, he's creepy and stuff. However, it's interesting. His ex-wife, Dita Von Teese, um, she came out and basically said like, you know, I support like, I don't know, I can't remember her exact wording, but it was basically like, I support like these women, you know, like they should tell their truth. And like, this is true. Like, and she basically said like, I didn't experience, I didn't have the same experience with him, but you know, like I support these women basically. So it's interesting. And I'm wondering like, I just want to know more about her perspective on it. Like, I just want to know if that really is true or if she's just not wanting to be involved in it 
or if they had some side, some kind of divorce settlement or something. I just, it's interesting that she's saying like, there was no sign of that. And I was married to him, you know? Yeah, I especially, saw that. Especially when they got divorced very quickly. They did divorced after like a year or something. And it was because of him uh, cheating on her and um, his drug abuse. So, I mean, clearly he was like not in a great headspace when they were married. So it's just interesting to me that that wouldn't have come out during that time. Yeah, I um, I saw her thing. And I think, yeah, as Dita Von Tess too also said, like it was her statement was interesting because she was like, yeah, nothing really happened with our marriage. But like, um, just because like nothing happened with me doesn't mean that anything else happened with anybody. So like, it was really weird that she basically just said like, yeah, like I don't, I'm not rebuking these women because sometimes like that'll happen on like former spouses or stuff like that. Yeah. Just, well, like, and I appreciated that she was like, I, you know, I support these women. Like they should, they should come out and say like what their truth and everything. But basically I didn't have the same experience. So, I mean, like, I'm glad she's not like discounting what they're saying, but it seems like she's very clearly trying to distance herself from it and just kind of like stay out of it. And I'm wondering if she has some sort of thing in their divorce settlement or something that like, she can't like disparage him publicly. Cause I would guess she does. Because I would, I find it hard to believe that he would not behave like this with everyone he is in a relationship with, honestly. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's good for Evan Rachel Wood for finally coming out with this and, you know, feeling comfortable enough to like speak out and finally like identify him. Um, it's, I'm very happy for her that she, you know, is in a place where she was able to come out and say this and feel like she, you know, it would not ruin her career. And it's actually really great because everyone's been very supportive of her. Like it oh, yeah. actually gone very well for her, which I'm very happy to hear because a lot of times it does not for women who come out and accuse men of things like this, but people have really rallied around her in Hollywood actually. So that's Also great. when they first got together, he was 36 and she was 18. We always talk about that. Well, like, and she, she talks about him grooming her for before that, when she was underage, like their relationship, I think technically started when she was underage. Like, um, also another thing I read, the Marilyn Manson actually is married currently. I don't know if you knew that. Oh no, I don't think so. He actually married someone like, like a year ago or something. So he's actually married. Um, and the, apparently Evan Rachel Wood also said that his current wife threatened her when she, I guess, was going to come forward with this info or came forward with it, his wife threatened to release these like photos of underage oh. Evan Rachel Wood that would like ruin her career or something. And Evan Rachel Wood like basically said what they were. It was like in a she was like, I was on a lot of drugs. I had been given, you know, I had been basically plied full of drugs um, at a Marilyn Manson concert. And I had like, I think she said she had maybe like a Hitler mustache on or something, like something that was like questionable, you know? Um, and this was when, when she was like, I think I want to say like 17 or something like underage. Jeez. And his Marilyn Manson's wife apparently has access to these and was like, I'll, you know, leak these to the press or whatever. And like your career will be over and Evan. Rachel Wood was basically just like no <laughs> like and she, she basically spoke publicly about it saying like this woman's trying to blackmail me <laughs> like, so that's another crazy facet to all of this but um yeah it's concerning that his wife is apparently like in on it so great good <laughs> yeah 
Way to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that for now. Um, if there's further Marilyn Manson updates along the way, we will keep you all posted. Um, and then just to round out like our um, <laughs> our news cycle of horrible men this week, because it just doesn't stop. I want it to stop. It just doesn't. Um, do you know who Morgan Wallen is? I have no idea. You, okay. you told it to me like earlier this week and like I still don't really fully know. So fantastic. So I can tell you my story. So Morgan Wallen is a country singer. I am not a country music fan, but um, apparently he is hugely famous. He has kind of um, skyrocketed to fame, I think, in recent years. He just released a a double album recently that is very popular, apparently. Um, I first found out about him because he was on Saturday Night Live this season. um, Okay. Earlier this season. But... He was supposed to be on even earlier in the season than he was, but there was this big scandal in the news that came out that like, you know, SNL's following like really strict COVID protocols and like testing mm-hmm. everyone, making everyone quarantine and be safe and like wear masks and everything like because it's basically like a closed set and they just want, they don't want to have a COVID outbreak while they're filming, um, which is good. So he was going to be the musical guest. And then like just a few days before he was supposed to go to New York to perform, um he these videos came out of him like just like raging at a like a trashy bar in I don't know wherever he's from somewhere in the south um but like no one was wearing masks he's literally like making out with random girls like it it is like a whole thing so just super trashy bad COVID behavior um so he got called out for this when these videos came out and um I think Lauren, Lauren Michaels was basically like, sorry, like you're not coming because you're, you were dumb, like, and you broke our rules. Like we won't allow you to come anymore. So he, I think basically was like, I'm so sorry. Give me another chance. Like I'll do better. I promise. So then a few episodes later in the season, he was the musical guest and he did come on and perform. So that was kind of the first time I had ever seen or heard of this man. And then, and he's pretty young, I think also on how old he is. He's pretty young. Um, then it came out this week that um, a video, another video came out of him using a racial slur, using the N-word um, in public, mm. yelling at people um, when he was apparently drunk, he claims. Uh, but yeah, this video came out and his, uh, his label dropped him like right away. And um, a lot of streaming services pulled his music, I think. Some of them are back up now, I want to say. But, like, a lot of his music got pulled from, like, streaming and, and other stuff. Um, and just he was kind of, like, immediately, like, shut off, like, you're done. Um, however, his music has, like, spiked in, like, sales and streams and stuff since this incident, which is unsettling. So it's kind of like just like highlights the the problem with like the country music industry I would say is that like it's basically built on this whole idea of like essentially like southern racists basically is like the vibe you know um so it's interesting that actually his label took swift action and was like you're done um but then also on the other side of that like it seems like he has more support than ever from like his fans so it's it's a weird vibe that's happening but basically like he kind of seems like a scumbag so 
that's my story on him. Um, but I don't know. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> I don't know if it's even like racism as much as it is. Like, I feel like there's like a large group of people who are just like, yeah, if you do something that like most people don't like, we're going to support it. If you say something like crazy, like cool, like we're all for you. Like kind of this like bucking of the system almost is like, seems to be like even more what's in than like, I think they're more even into that than him, like necessarily like saying like the N-word. It's just more that like other people didn't like him saying the N-word. So now we're going to support him, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's the whole vibe of like, you know, I'm not going to generalize country music fans, but I feel like the general vibe of like country music and like the South largely is basically like don't tell us what to do and yeah yeah, it's just like that vibe like really came out apparently um but yeah he seems like a pretty terrible person um disappointing that he's super famous and his music sales are going really well um his music's also like very average I will say I do not think it's anything special I don't really understand why he's popular um but I don't get country music so whatever um and yeah that's that so that's my story on Morgan Wallen. Um, and then I think the last, less terrible people we want to touch on are um, our insurrectionist pals. Um, so why don't you give us an update on what's going on with them? <laughs> well, I was looking it up today and like, apparently like a lot of them are making like crazy requests in prison. Yeah, and, of like, course they for, are. For the most part, getting them is more of the issue. Like if they're going to make crazy requests, let them do it. But uh, basically the shaman dude who like was on everywhere, uh, he asked, um, he said he wasn't going to eat unless he got organic food. And guess what? He got transferred to a prison that serves organic food. So that's really nice because that's definitely a legit like food, like allergy slash like dietary requirement or whatever. My house uh, doesn't even serve organic food. Like, come on. (laughs) Also, like it's this is another rant but like also organic isn't that different from regular just fyi people like it's not like too like they pretty much use the same things like it's basically like 95 versus 90 it's not like terribly dissimilar yeah Um, y'all need to chill on the organic business so then the other thing is like some lady requested like to go be able to go on vacation to mexico and they let her like one of the one of the crazies who was who was on like the no fly list yeah cool right she's on the no fly list and you're gonna let her leave the country i'm like okay like that's cool so yeah so you know just them being them it's all good scumbags all around fantastic i did did have some like because did you have any more scumbag thing before like do a little refresher no, let's get a little palate cleanser in there. I think we've, uh, you know, dived into the darkness enough. So um, here's the thing. We need to celebrate a real American hero who doesn't get enough acknowledgement. Uh, Sarah, are you aware of who Chuck Tingle is? I don't think so. He's, I have not read any of his books, but I will however say the titles of his erotica are the funniest titles I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm excited. He has such works as Pounded by the Pound, Turned Gay by the Socioeconomic Implications of Britain Leaving the European Union. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of my favorites, which is uh, 
my macaroni and cheese is a lesbian and she's also my lawyer. <laughs> I've seen that one. Oh my God, I've seen that. And he also does a lot of dinosaurs, but I think one of my favorite ones is like, by the way, he he wrote this book, like I think 37 pages, but like 24 hours after the news broke. So he's a very prolific writer, but uh, he wrote the book pounded in the butt by the handsome physical manifestation of Trump's Twitter ban that should have come sooner, but fine, it's here, high five. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing, beautiful. I I don't know, you can find like anything with him and it's like truly like hilarious. Like all his like book titles, like seriously, like make me laugh so hard. Wow, Yeah, I love that so much. Truly, he has a Space Raptor butt trilogy. So if you guys are like Mm. into reading and want like a bunch to read, he's got a trilogy of, uh, you know, dinosaur like butt pounding. Wow. He also has a very relevant book, Pokey Butt Go, Pounded by a Mall. So (laughs) he sticks with the theme, but you know, he, he goes hard at it. Yeah. Wow. He's committed. I love that. He is. Well, thank you for sharing. That is, that's, that's cleansing and and very pure after, um, you know, the, the, the terror we've discussed on this episode. (laughs) I know. Please Chuck Tingle don't do anything like crazier than what you Oh God. See, that's the thing is now we talk about anyone we like, I'm like terrified that like something horrible is going to come out about them. (laughs) Okay. Which actually brings us to our thirst corner for this week. so for our thirst corner i wanted to continue the palate cleanse and talk about um you know just highlight a few men who like are not horrible at least not that we know of yet which i will be very upset if it ever comes out um my top two that i wanted to talk about are tom hanks and James McAvoy. Um, And they are on my mind because this week I watched You've Got Mail for the first time, classic classic rom-com. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, cute. I'd never seen it. Um, And Tom Hanks is just so damn charming. He's just- He really is. God, he is a treasure. He's just, he's perfect in everything he's ever done. I just, there's no, he's never done a bad thing. Like I- I just love him so much. He's like America's father. And I I have nothing more to say on it. Just that like, if anything bad were ever to come out about Tom Hanks, like I just, just shut it down. Everybody go home. Like uh, we've, we've strayed too far from God. Like, I just don't understand. Like I can't fathom anything ever coming out about him. That's like less than wonderful. So I just really hope it never happens. Cause I love him so much. Cause he's just wonderful. The other one is James McAvoy, um, who just seems like a wonderful human being. Um, I sent you a video that I made you watch um, that actually Andrew found <laughs> and sent to me. And I, I mean, I don't even know how to explain this video. Like, how do you explain this video? We'll post a link um, to it. So I think it's a promotion for X-Men Apocalypse. And I guess like they're airing some maybe a movie of his on like Comedy Central. So Comedy Central did like a sketch with James McAvoy. Does that help like 
yeah yeah so yeah it's basically like just a little sketch clip where james mcavoy shows up as like the the it guy in this office and he just comes into this guy's office and the guy's like my computer's not working and he he proceeds to you know fix it but it's just like it's the most sexual thing ever it's so hilarious and bizarre I don't even know how to explain it you just need to go watch this video but it's just he's so funny and like I just I feel like everything I see James McAvoy in he's either like being an excellent dramatic actor or he's just like really charming and funny like I just feel like he seems like a great person I don't know. I've never heard anything bad about him. I can't confirm that he's not a scumbag, but like he does not seem like a scumbag. So I, I hope that that is not wrong. Um, I don't know. Have you ever heard anything about his personal life? Like, I don't really know. Like he seems like a chill dude. So he's with a Lisa Liberati is his current partner. And they've been together since 2017. So cool. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Great. Oh, so I did have an update since I brought her up on a previous episode. I got back on the girl. I don't know. I have so many like people I talk about with dating. So like, <laughs> can't keep track. Too many wifeys. I know. So I did talk about her on a previous episode where she basically said like, I don't feel comfortable meeting during COVID. Like maybe try back in a couple months. Right. Yes. Okay. So I sent her a message and I said, like, do you want a video chat or do you literally just like want to follow up like in a couple months or so? Okay. Did she respond? It it took her like a week or maybe two weeks. I don't even know. But like she did end up responding. Weird. She said like, yeah, like, let's just like try again in a couple months when things are like more normal. But then like, she's like, how's your week? And I was like... (laughs) sense <laughs> no and so then I told her a little bit and then like she sent me I didn't fully read it yet because I got it during the pod she sent me like a multi-paragraph like description of like how her week went too so clearly she's what to does keep- she want <laughs> I don't know I've never that seen anything like this weird oh my god yeah I don't Man. know it's funny I don't think she knows what she wants <laughs> I don't either. I'm like, why are you on a dating app when you're like never going to meet this person really? And like the thing about it is like, I want to say like, dude, girl, like I might be with someone by the time like a couple months rolls around, but like, let's be honest. like That's the thing is like, I was saying like, how does she really expect you to just like hang out for a few months? Like it just, it doesn't even make sense. I don't know and like like I said she works in an art gallery so it's not even like she's like not around people so I really don't know but I think it's kind of funny so we'll keep up and like maybe in a couple months I can give an update if I ever like meet this girl in person or whatever I know now you have to keep talking to her though because I'm just like legit curious (laughs) I know if I actually end up in a relationship I'm gonna just like tell this person like listen I have to go on this date like I need to know if like she's real or not yeah for real (laughs) so strange oh my goodness awesome well I don't really have anything else I'm like tired I'm like drained from talking about all horrible men (laughs) I know and it's only like 7 30 you me I'm like a little bit more energy but still I feel like a little tired um did you have any wedding news or updates or anything for us well me and my mom I took a little time off from dress shopping just to kind of like think about what I'm really looking for and like reevaluate, you know, the, the various options I've seen so far. Uh, me and my mom are going 
um, to two appointments tomorrow. She's coming down and we're going to go to some together. Andrew says, because I want to hurt my own feelings. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to, we're going to do another round um, shopping with the mom. And I guess I will report back on how that goes. I, I hope um, I'm not too crushed emotionally afterwards. <laughs> No, it should be okay. Um, so yeah, we're doing that. But otherwise, I don't really have any other updates. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of chilling. I've been like looking at photographers a little bit because I was like, maybe I should start narrowing down who I want to book for that. But honestly, like, I don't really know what to look for in a photographer. Like, I'm just looking at all these galleries of the example photos. And I'm like, yeah, those look nice. And then like, hmm. I go to another one. I'm like, yeah, I mean, those look nice too. Like those are, yep, those are, those are professional photos. Like I, I just, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't know what to look for. Um, so that's going okay, I guess, <laughs> but that's about yeah, it. I don't really know how to like, even like help you with that. Cause yeah, photography is just like, yeah, either you can do it or you don't. It's kind of hard to really narrow that down. Yeah. Luckily I've been, um, enlisting Kim's help, Kim, friend of the pod. Um, one of my bridesmaids because she's, um, she's a photographer, like just for fun, basically, but she's a photographer. She took my, um, engagement photos for us. So I've been enlisting her help, like sending her links to ones like, does this look good? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I did need you to uh, ask one of the friends of the pod a question for me. Cause oh, okay. uh, you're, your friend Molly likes to read a lot. Hell yeah. She yeah, reads Molly's... like nobody's business. It blows my mind. She reads like 20 books a month. I, I can't even fathom how she does this. Hey, a girl I saw on one of the dating apps had a brag that she owns 450 books. So I want Molly to let me know if that's a lot or a little. I'm just like curious. Physic like physical copies, not like yeah. ebooks or something. Okay. Right. She owns 450 books. I mean, I guess I too could own 450 books if I had just never gotten rid of books ever in my life, but like. See, that's how I feel. I'm like, you, you can I'm like, go but I don't like, even, like once you read them, like, I don't even want that many books. No. All right. Well, Molly, Molly, I know you're listening. Um, let us know if that's a lot of books or not. Let us know how many books you have. We'll, we'll share with everyone on the pod. I know Molly's got a lot of books. She had to buy another bookshelf for them recently. I oh, saw damn. it. On, I saw it on her bookstagram because she has a separate Instagram for her for her books actually it's quite official she gets a lot yeah. of likes too actually bookstagram is like the most supportive place like she is like bookstagram famous basically i'm impressed i don't get it either because like pretty much you can go on like any um like social media account and see like toxic shit but like yeah her like book instagram is like super positive and everyone's like super nice and i'm just like geez what the heck it's the most pure world i love it i I love looking at her bookstagram because it's just like cute and wholesome and all the comments are like, I love that book. What did you think? Like, they're great. really sweet. <laughs> it's kind of great. <laughs> just, yeah, a really, like, just a really like pure corner of the internet. <laughs> I know. I want to see like someone like she like reads a romance novel and someone's like, that's a piece of shit. Fuck you for reading it. And I'm like, you're like, <laughs> like oh my God. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Oh gosh. But yeah, I love those just random, like supportive internet communities, like that you just kind yeah. of like find you stumble into them and you're just like, this is a really wholesome corner of the internet. Like I really love that. So because 
most of it's a hot dumpster fire so like everything is is like I what's know. funny to me like so it's nice when you find these little pockets of like that's really cute <laughs> yeah so shout out to molly's bookstagram we'll uh we'll tag it as well on the on the instagram if you want to go give her a follow because it's it, it's a very pleasant follow <laughs> Yeah, it's nice, but yeah. uh, I don't really think I got anything. How about you? Anything other news or anything? God, no. Um, I I really have not done much um, lately. I am very boring. Um, oh, I will say another random pleasant corner of the internet that I found recently. Um, so I'm really in, I won't get too deep into this because I could go on forever, but I, I enjoy like those like um, the various like kind of like personality test type things. So yeah. if you've done like Myers-Briggs, um, you know, and you know your type for that. And then there's a similar um, few of them that are like more like work focused. So there's one called predictive index where you basically find out what type you are like in the work environment and stuff. I always enjoy those sorts of things. I think like part of it is that like, since I'm in HR, I like that stuff anyway. So like, I like the work side of it. And then I've also just enjoyed Myers-Briggs types. I think they're like fun to find out like what people are and stuff. Um, but I've never really been that into this other type called like Enneagram or Enneagram. I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of those. Mm -hmm. It's there's like eight or nine types, I think. Um, I'm still learning about it, but I've never really understood it. I've taken a test before and I didn't really understand like what it meant or anything, but I took the test again recently because I was talking to one of my former sorority sisters um, on Instagram. We were chatting about these and she was saying like, are you into these? And I was like, I don't really know. Um, Shannon, if you listen to the pod, um, you're super cool. But she was telling me like, oh, take the test and like find out what you are. It's really interesting. And like, here's some uh, Enneagram like uh instagram accounts that you can follow that'll basically like teach you about it so i was like okay mm -hmm. cool so i started following these and found out what my type was and i've been reading these now and like i don't know it's just like fun to read about them and like these accounts that are basically just like dedicated to learning more about like your like personality type or whatever are also like just like a weirdly super wholesome corner of the internet like you're just like oh, that's really nice. Like, yeah, that does sound like me. And like all the comments are like, I am this type too and stuff. Like it's, it's just nice. So <laughs> I don't know, I've been getting into that lately and it, it's fun. So if anyone else out there is like into these, um, let me know. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's yeah. nice. No, they're, yeah. just, they're fun. I, I, I feel like they're, they're nice tools for like self-reflection. I'm not saying that any one test is kind of like the end all be all of like who you are, but I find them nice because you can kind of use it to like interpret your own feelings. Like you can kind of read about it and see like how that resonates with you, you know? So it's not like necessarily just like telling you who you are, but it's a good tool for kind of like exploring yourself, I would say. And I also like astrology, but like, I, I know people say it's like not real and stuff, but like I approach astrology kind of the same way. Like I use it in the same way. Like, I'm not saying like I read my horoscope and that's like the end all be all of like how my day is going to be or something. But I do think astrology in general is like interesting as like a tool for self-reflection and that's how I use it so like you can read stuff and like see which parts resonate with you or see which parts don't resonate with you and kind of like explore on your own like why that is so that's kind of how I view all of this I know astrology is generally not looped into like you know personality type tests and stuff but it, it's all really similar actually in the big picture of things it's all basically telling you things about yourself so yeah, and I give yeah. you crap about astrology, but like, I think my biggest problem I have with it is if it tells someone like, 
they read it in the morning they're like you're gonna have a bad day and then like that person's in the mindset of like oh well I got the astrology like advice so that means like I'm gonna have a bad day like no matter what I do basically like it's already like predictive for them yeah and like I I read mine at the end of the day which I know is weird but like I read at the end of the day to like help me like I don't know kind of just like reflect on my day so like it's interesting to see like if it says like it basically tells me like, oh, you had a hard day today or something. I can think about like, oh, okay. Like, am I feeling stressed out? Like, yeah, there was, there were some things that were challenging today, but then like, it'll just help me kind of reflect and, and kind of like know myself better almost. So that's like how I look at it, but everyone does it differently. And basically like astrology, you can kind of like pick like what works for you. Like you can kind of just like pick and choose and like pull out pieces of it that like feel relevant to you, you know, is the other thing. Like there's no like, there, there's no rule that like, oh, if you're into astrology, you have to like believe every single component of it. Like there's so much to it that like, if you just want to like read it for fun and just kind of like, yeah, that sounds nice. Like that, that's it. There's no pressure. So <laughs> yeah, there's this, um, there's this really, I know I'm getting deep into this, but there's this really um, cool astrologer girl named Chani uh, Nicholas, and she's really great. She wrote a book and her whole thing is like using astrology for radical self-acceptance. And it's all about basically just like using astrology as a tool to reflect on yourself and get to know yourself better. And her whole thing is like, um, take what works for you and leave the rest. And like, I really like her approach to it because she basically is just, it's a, it's another set of tools you can use to get to know yourself better. So I, I think she's very interesting and I like her stuff a lot. So I'll tag her in the Instagram as well. She's super cool. Well, that's nice. Yeah, definitely do it. Yeah. But no, that's all. I'm done now. <laughs> You're good. So should we peace and blessings it out? Yep. Peace and blessings y'all. See y'all.